Hello and welcome back to 40 Minute Mentor. We get so many messages every week from candidates wanting to get into VC. And although it's such a popular industry to get into, it can often feel like only a selective few with the right connections can make it. Rosie Barnett, principal at Dell Ventures, has been there and done it. In today's bite-sized mentorship, she shares more about her own experience of breaking into the industry and her advice for anyone looking to do the same. So get your notebooks ready. This episode is packed full of great advice for you to jot down. So I really hope you enjoy it. Rosie, it's a big ecosystem with funds of all shapes and sizes. How do you choose which VC to focus on? What was your approach and what would your advice be for others that are currently interviewing with VCs? Certainly in the last five, 10 years, the landscape has changed so much. And again, I think it just comes back to being really strategic and taking time to understand what you specifically have to offer to a team. So in my case, I knew that I wanted to focus on healthcare. I also knew that I wanted to be based in the UK at least majority of the time. And I also knew that I was really keen to do some building as well as investing. You know, we spoke a bit before about that sort of operator transitioning can really suit that type of building a more kind of hands-on VC investing as well as broader portfolio construction. And for me, you know, I just knew that my experience and my passion really was better suited, um, at least for now, with earlier stage investing. So Taking all these criteria together, that gave me a shortlist. And I think being really considered about this and making sure you you do this and literally make a list can really help you um, cross-reference that with, with funds, as well as looking at companies that you really love at the kind of stage and size you really love and seeing who is invested in them. And when we combine those things together, I think it not only will it give you a much more genuine answer to oh, why this firm, why this team, but I think you also have a higher chance of actually getting a job and more importantly, being able to support founders from day one. Coming to you specifically, how did you decide from the, the shortlist that you'd created that Dellen was the, the perfect VC for you at that moment in time? Do you have any key criteria when you were assessing the different funds or like a checklist, if we can think about anything, any actionable tips you used in your search? Firstly, I think it's about looking at sector and stage. So these are probably the easiest things to define when you look at funds online or you're researching. So you know, looking at earlier stage funds, seed and pre-seed, series A maybe, up to growth funds, and then you kind of move more into private equity beyond that. So for me, it was early stage investing. You also get a lot of funds that now do, they have early stage teams and late stage teams. So that gives you optionality there as well. Secondly, then on sector, for me, I knew it was healthcare. I was also keen to join a team where they do um, biotech as well as you know health tech and med tech, which was sort of actually more where I'd come from in terms of my work experience in startups. Quite keen as well for geography-wise, the headquarter of the fund to be actually here based in London. Really happy to travel, love to travel. But I think for me and my life situation, that was quite important. And I think you should be cognizant of that, particularly if you've got a family or you've got commitments here. Then it's about team size, really, because you have some funds that may have 50 to 100 investors in their team. And I was quite keen to join a smaller group and really have lots more time with everyone as individuals and also have quite a lot of autonomy early on. And then lastly, there are different models of investment. So I spoke before about how I was really keen to do some building, so sort of building um, startups as well as investing in them. And not all funds do that. So that, again, combining all of those things together, that really helped me narrow it down. 
And then coming on to Devon specifically is just such a great opportunity to both build and invest. We also have quite a lot of flexibility in terms of the check sizes and the specific opportunities that we pursue. So whilst I'm looking at earlier stage and building, can also follow through and support our companies, which I really value. And then getting to work in this small, really dynamic, amazing team, giving me quite a lot of responsibility and autonomy from, from the office. And then probably most importantly, we, we focus really on very impactful ideas and companies within the healthcare and sort of biotech areas, which I just find so stimulating and challenging. And I still do feel like I work in a startup um, as we are growing and you know, building the team and facing the same opportunities and challenges that small companies do really in maturing and streamlining. Combining all those things together, it was a short list that got shorter. And then when I got to know the team and the founders that Dellen supports, it was, yeah, an easy decision. It sounds like the perfect home for you. You know, a really perhaps good advice for anybody that's looking to make that move if you can it's almost like the perfect hybrid between still building almost really utilizing that operator skill set but also getting the investor education and grounding and, and exposure that you need so perhaps those smaller funds are a great sort of place to land if you're making that transition that's super helpful Rosie as always when you started how did you find adapting to VC? Because it is a shift, even though there are obviously some clear transferables. Is there anything that you would do differently now or any advice you can give to somebody that might be starting in a similar situation at the moment about how they can get up the learning curve quicker? Spending some time with, with the people in the team, and I'd recommend this as well to anybody joining a startup too. If you can spend some time with the people in your team shadowing and seeing what they actually do materially from a day-to-day -day perspective, I think that's so invaluable because it gives you a opportunity to try before you buy and I got to do a bit of work with some of our founders at Dellin as well as spending quite a bit of time with the team before I joined so I'd really recommend that if you can. I think I did pretty much know what I was getting in for having done a lot of homework on the industry and and the specific types of investments that I now do but you do need to accept that you will be spread quite thinly and I think meeting so many teams and companies and, and talking about so many different ideas, you need to accept that you will only be able to do a small selection of interesting investments that come your way um, or that you go out and find in the market. One of the things that's really important for a fund to do is, is to set a thesis, which you constantly review and assess. And, and that just means a sort of philosophy about the sorts of companies and, and the trends and direction that you think industries are going in that you as a team, as a fund are going to really pursue. And that process takes quite a lot of time to begin with. But again, it's a really great thing to do before you interview and move into VC is to have strong convictions weekly held that you're willing to be disproved on uh, with data and with finding out more about the markets that you want to play in. And then I would just say filling in skills gaps as much as you can. So most people are really conscious of the areas they might not be so strong and, and there are so many free resources and information online that you can use to help you feel much more confident and competent in those areas. Because once you hit the desk, you know, even if you're in a bigger team, a more well-established fund, they'll be limited onboarding is pretty likely. So I think being really disciplined with your intention and time and just giving yourself the best chance to feel really prepared. And having said all of that, it's still probably going to feel quite overwhelming when you start. I definitely had that experience. And you just need to give yourselves a few months to really get your feet under the desk, start delivering value as early as you can and just learn great advice Rosie and look at the end of the day it is a long game isn't it VC and therefore it will take time to see the, the fruits of your labor and the 
the result. It's, it's quite hard often to know if one is an amazing investor until often years down the line to see how those investments pan out. But there are obviously ways you can make a, a good impression early and clearly you're doing that. And I think your advice will be very invaluable to anybody else sort of making that move at the moment. On that topic of going up the steep learning curve quickly and sort of helping there be a soft landing, have there been any particular resources or communities that you've leveraged that have helped you feel at home quicker or have an impact faster? Being really immersive about if you are sure this is a step you want to take, just really absorb as much content as you can. So take the initiative to find the podcasts, the books, the articles, the people who produce really great online content that you can have as your sort of tribe in your sector to follow and really get to understand the trends in the industry, the trends in the sector, and the trends in the stage of investing that you want to do. So you know, there are so many great blogs, social media content and accounts out there that you can follow for free. Some of them are written by VCs, some of them are written by operators. Then you have you know, teams like yourself, James, and what you're doing with JBM. And there is so much out there, but you do really need to take the initiative to find the ones that are most relevant to you. The second thing then is following um, VCs, particularly in funds you're interested in and also in sectors you're interested in, doesn't really matter where in the world they are, you can access them online. And often people provide daily insights or multiple daily insights via Twitter and other platforms into how they're thinking about their work and their strategy. So that's a really great place to learn as well. Also online, you know, newsletters, following news websites and blogs that particularly look at niche trends in your sector so you can start building that thesis that we mentioned and starting to understand you as an individual investor what are you really excited about and then the traditional things are like books and and um, lots of them can be also found for free as pdfs online now there are lots of venture books which have been released on in public so really easy to access doesn't cost anything just takes a bit of your time and effort and then podcasts for me i mean i'm a really audio learner so i love be on a run or a walk or just you're going about my commute and being able to learn as I go and I think that they're really really valuable and then we spoke a little bit about filling in skills gaps so again you can really learn a lot by just thinking about your own gaps and areas that you really feel like you need to improve so for example if you haven't come from a financial services background you might need to do a bit of upskilling on the quant side or if you're not, if you haven't come from a startup or spent many years in a sector and you're really keen to dive into it as an investor, you will need to learn about those trends and learn about the key terminology, who are the influencers to follow, who are the people that produce the best content in that area. I mean, it, it can feel like a bit of a lonely job at sometimes because you feel like you're sort of out there pursuing um, opportunities and meeting kind of one-on-one -on -one with founders. And so the community point is is so important and you know part of what you're trying to build with with JBM but VC specifically and um, I chatted to founders and some friends who worked in the area and through my interview processes asked people what they found really helpful and so there's lots of WhatsApp groups which range from small more specific groups so for example I'm in an ex operator WhatsApp group which is really helpful and then I'm also in some groups which particularly focus on women in the industry and then some which relate specifically to healthcare investing as well but also you can you don't have an easy invite into these WhatsApp groups to start with or um, communities or meetups you can follow Facebook and um, LinkedIn pages and often there'll be events there that you can attend webinars seminars and through that you can start building that network and you will find your home in, in communities as well it might not be that straightforward to start with especially if you don't have a really strong, deep network, but you can absolutely build that over time. And as soon as you start meeting VCs and, and starting to absorb 
this content and finding the people who you really admire in the sectors that you want to invest in, it get, does get a lot easier to find um, the communities and spaces that interact with what you want to be doing longer term. Thank you, Rosie. And what we'll do is we'll compile a list of some of those resources, uh, whether it's podcasts and books, uh, articles and blogs from you, and we'll make sure those go in the show notes so those uh, listening can, can see some of those top tips. I told you that this was going to be an episode filled to the brim with actionable advice. So I really hope you enjoyed it and found it useful, particularly if you're looking to make a similar move into the venture world. If you'd like to find out more about a career in VC or have any specific questions, then please do reach out on info at jbmc.co.uk. We're always happy to help as we work with lots of VCs ourselves. Thank you so much for your ongoing support of 40 Minute Mentor. And I hope we'll see you again on Wednesday for even more VC mentorship. Mm-hmm.